It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Monday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio on the Top 5 at 5, brought to you this afternoon by Bo Kregner and the Kregner Group. They do real estate the right way. Tucker, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, the college football playoff national championship will be on ESPN tonight. Broadcast starts at 7.30, kickoff at 7.45. Uh, Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreet on the call. Number one, Michigan, and number two, Washington, will be going at it in NRG Stadium in Houston. Wolverines are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So uh, I heard you guys talking about the the over-under with Kronos there. I mean, do we we have a pick on the game? I'm going Washington myself. After Same. after my exploits this yesterday in particular, uh, Rusterdamus is sitting this one out. <laughs> gonna polish the polish the. Uh, yeah, I took one on the chin. Okay. I feel like I want Washington to win too much to make a a good yeah, decision. Yeah, me here. too. I want to take them on the money line. You guys, you guys really think that maniac Portnoy's got a million dollars riding on this? Just straight up on Michigan. I have no idea. I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I don't think Washington covers. I, I think they either win or I think they lose Get by housed, yeah. multiple scores. Michigan or Washington? Washington. Okay. What did I say? Washington. I didn't realize. Why. Watch, who's favored? Michigan. Tucker. At number two, Wink Martindale has resigned as the New York Giants defensive coordinator. His future came into question. Not the game show host, Bear. Look at me. You're aware that there's a Wink Martindale defensive coordinator in the NFL? No. Nah. His name's just Martindale. They started calling him Wink after the game show host. Okay. Yeah, uh, his job status came into question uh, when two of his top assistants, outside linebacker coach Drew Wilkins and his brother Kevin Wilkins, uh, were relieved of their duties, according to sources. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. Yeah, I mean, he did well with the, what, Ravens. the Ravens not yeah. too long ago. Yeah, they've so. kind of lost their way up there, haven't they? Since they never, they never really. They've about the Giants after Eli, what they, you know, they kind of like almost even worse than Tannehill. Like people, Titans fans will say we got locked into a way too big contract with a not so great quarterback. Like that's what they did with Daniel Jones, and, yeah. and Daniel Jones, yeah, they did. Not nearly as good. I, they still got a couple of runs out of Tannehill, yeah. but but at least he's at least Daniel Jones is he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. He can run their system when you close games. Some you know maybe, but when he, he got blown hurt, out they were, a lot, they were dead in the water. He was getting blown out all the time early on in the season. Yeah. They were in what four primetime games at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and I, I thought not that in any of them, you know, Dable had a really nice debut season. Like he he did some nice things, and. Kind of thought he had it good. Now he is. I don't think they fire him this year, but it definitely and, and, feels like he's on a bit of a hot seat going into next year. And wasn't he the one that Belichick screwed up and texted Brian Flores, thinking he was texting Brian D- that guy Brian Dable? The accidental congrats. text on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of Belichick, at number three, New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick broke from his long-standing rule of not discussing his contract. The speculation about his future hovers over the organization in his regular season ending video conference early today he spoke of continuing the process of analyzing the team's disappointing season while reminding reporters that he's under contract he's not going to do what he will always do um, which is 
coming in, working as hard as he can to help the team win in whichever way he can. All right. I don't think he wants to be back next no, year. No, I don't think he does either. Doesn't sound like it. They draft quarterback. It's like you have to, year. right? I mean, yeah. Mac, yeah, Jones Mac Jones ain't got it. No. No, he does not. And, you know, I just don't think you can ride with Zappy in the future either. No. Not a big Bailey Zappy guy. No. Remember, didn't we kick the tires on him in the portal one year? Was it Pruitt? I'm going to try and get Zappy from Western Kentucky or wherever he's from. That would check out. How desirable is Belichick? To me personally, not at all. Same. Like, I just don't know where that fit would be. He's just to me. He's almost like it's he's kind of reached the end. I it depend if he still wants to coach and the the fire's still there. Like if I were at the Chargers, and I, I've got a quarterback already in place, like that that would be a thing. I you know a, a guy I would look at. But if I'm one of these teams that is drafting quarterback and you're trying to build a, you know, a, you're starting a five year project, I don't know about that. Yeah, exactly. At number four, Tiger Woods has played his last tournament as a Nike ambassador. This Woods, is big news, man. Uh, I, I couldn't believe this yeah, when I saw it uh, so he's, the scroll. Oh, I could. He's worn Nike since 1996, and he announced via a statement today uh, on social media that his time with the iconic sports brand has come to an end. Did not say what he would do in the future, but from speculation, it sounds as if he will probably branch out and make his own thing. Hmm. Oh, well, they lost a TW uh, line. Yeah, they lost a ton. Nike did on like the sales of the Nike golf clubs were, were never really mm-hmm. because they, well, they weren't good. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, they, and they quit yeah. making them not that long ago. Tiger wouldn't use. Yeah, he, 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 he never could, used. He never yeah. used a Nike ball either. Mm-mm. He yeah. used a Bridgestone, and they had the logo but stamped that, on but it. That that stuff went down like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I thought. Tiger and Nike were like for I thought that dude would be buried in a coffin with a swoosh on it. Right. At least apparel wise. Like why not if you're Nike? Yeah, but I mean he's a I mean he's a golfer. I mean he could there's if you if you're just strictly talking apparel. I mean Jordan is still an ambassador. It still has mm-hmm. his line that's tied in with Nike and everything. It's a little surprising but end of an era, man. I mean people forget like your generation grew up with Tiger Woods oh, yeah. like Golf was so nerdy and white collar, kind of just uppity, until boring. he came along. It was in the, boring, in the, is what it was. The, yeah, in the mid '90s, and like he, you know what he ought just to do? Brought a whole new audience to that sport. You know what he ought to do? Team up with Inward Half Golf. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, actually. And finally, at number Maybe five, they'll do it for trade. <laughs> They've got nice stuff, man. It's killer. And finally, at number five, a man crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, stripped down into his birthday suit, and plunged oh, into the boy. giant aquarium. Hmm. I think we've the all store. seen the uh, film at this point. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. I need to go look at the film. Um, so the ordeal happened Thursday night in front of shocked shoppers in the town just outside of Birmingham, according to Leeds Police Chief yeah, Paul Leeds. Irwin. The 42-year-old Alabama man did a cannonball leap into the <laughs> aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. Uh, he left the water to yell at two officers, dove back into the aquarium. He eventually climbed out over the side of the aquarium and fell to the concrete floor below. Uh, police apprehended him uh, in this instance. 
He is facing charges of public lewdness, disorderly conduct, and criminal mischief. All right. It's a lot going on, man. A lot, lot going on. First of all, that would be fun. Like, I get it. I, I really do. I've always, I mean. I wouldn't do it butt you, wait, naked. You, you no. could try to get into a tank at a Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, just cannonball in there. Yeah, I want to jump off that rock thing into that pool and like that. That swim with the fishes. Yeah, man, it seems like a good time. But this guy, I, I think the big takeaway or little takeaway, little takeaway, is that uh, it's a grower, not a shower. This guy didn't have much to show off. Much to he had a lot to be humble about, shall we say? Those aquariums are kept very cold. Yeah, I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Like a frightened turtle. I believe the the medical term is, and I want to use medically correct jargon. Yes. Micropenis. Micropene, yeah. Inverted. Micropenix. Or or called an inverted. An inverted. Uh, There's nothing there. Wasn't a lot. No. Nah. And and he had to have known that too. Like, dude, that guy wasn't in his right mind. I can tell you right you got now. Got a toxicology out yet? Seven gram rocks. on that guy. No, nah, but I can I could give you a pretty educated guess just based on that kind of behavior. Definitely, I would would not shock me off that guy had a. Combo is that a of, side effect of hard street drugs? Is like you shrink. I don't know about the shrinkage shrinkage. stuff, but if you. Took a buttload of Xanax and <clears throat> maybe like MDMA, ecstasy, Molly, you know, one of those club drugs like that. I could see you putting that in a space you might think it'd be a good idea to do something like that. The cold wouldn't bother you because that stuff overheats you. Mm. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. It took a hard fall, too, getting out of that Yeah, he did. Are like you aware t- of that? You sliding around. What's Bear that? just really wants to talk about the drugs. drugs. It's, that's no, the focal the point people, here. The, the people, they'll heat up on that stuff. I don't know. We had these people, they came into a bar, worked at, and all they did was drink water and they never tipped. So they were always on that stuff. So we would just either turn off the air or turn up the heat when they came in. They'd last like 10 minutes. Leave. You know, they say Hitler had a micro penis. They? Yeah, you want to talk about the micro peen. What would you do, man? I feel if like you had a micro? Pretty, yeah. Penis? I feel like I'll tell you rough. what I wouldn't do take my clothes off in public <laughs> and jump into a giant aquarium. Where it's going to get even smaller from the ice-cold water that the bass have. Yeah. Uh, Time.com, circa 2016, the immortal myth of Hitler's deformed genitals. Deformed? Is that why he was so angry? <laughs> Wouldn't you be? I don't know if I'd want to go killing like 20-something million people and screwing up the planet everybody's day for like eight years. German dictator had a micropenis, citing, uh, according to old research... Made by two historians in the book Hitler's Last Day, minute by minute, which was published in the middle of 2015. Put that in your kraut pipe and smoke it, hair caress. Hitler himself is believed to have Dutch had German. two forms of genital abnormality: an undescended testicle and a rare condition called penile hypospadias, in which the urethra opens on the underside of the penis. Writes Jonathan Mayo. And Emma Craigie in Hitler's Last Day. I've got problems with my urethra. Got a narrow urethra. 
What is that from? King of the Hill. You should have just sold propane and propane accessories. I've all got them. a narrow Wait, what was, what was the second condition called? Penile hypospadius. And the urethra's on the bottom? bottom? Yeah. Where is it? I, I don't know. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I think it's in the middle. I have, I have questions now. <laughs> We'll have to do some research on this. I don't really want to Google it, but we I kind of research. Have you done your research? Kind of just that's just intriguing. Also, who runs this study? Like, well, let's go examine the. Bo- oh wow, look at here. Oh, let's write a report about this. What did they do with the with Hitler's body? Nobody ever really knows. Don't, don't, doesn't Russians, Russia have his brain? Russia supposedly uh, burned him in a pit. Like in the garbage pit, but they think they took him back. Yeah, he's probably sitting in a big giant-sized jar of formaldehyde somewhere in the old Soviet Union. Some buried in some Klebankia, whatever they call that. Sure, you say we'll it? go with that. No, <laughs> you're looking over at me. For I'm it? looking at Crest because they talk about it in that Chernobyl thing we love so much. Mm. Wait, the, what? The KGB prisons, Lubyanka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lubyanka. Some weird Russian word. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you had if, if, micropenis, I mean, you'd be out there. That's that's not good. That's not nine, nine. Too so. He was always so angry. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was going to say, it would sense. explain the anger. Uh, he pounded on stuff. Thank you, Tucker Harlan. Excellent top five at five this afternoon. I want to thank our friend Bo Kregner and the Kregner Group for their support of the show. Awkward segue, but the live read has to happen. Buying and selling a home (laughs) has become one of the most stressful situations modern American life has to offer. It is an interesting time out there on the market. If you're looking to sell, it's a good time. You're going to be cashing in big time, and Bo Kregner and the Kregner Group want to take the stress off your shoulders and make the modern real estate experience as easy as possible. Get it listed, get it sold, and move on. Call Bo Kregner today at 865-742-1035 for a free consultation or just go online to bonoshouses.com. That's Bo Kregner and the Kregner Group. Real estate the right way. Trey is next. Good afternoon, Trey. Mm. Tennessee truth teller Trey. Trey Day. All right. Sad. It is sad. We have been rendered trayless hmm. this afternoon. If you want to jump in, a couple lines available right now, 865-546-8200, 546-8200, your number if you want to get on the show here this afternoon. We'll take a quick timeout. Be right back. More of your phone calls coming up. The Drive. Getting more information on Hitler's genitals. Hit me. You're getting more? Yep. What source is uh, informing you of this information? British newspaper, The Sun. Okay. Mm. Is that a... Yellow journalism tabloid, though? The Sun? Uh, yeah, it, according, it, evidently it was. The tabloid claimed that a document surfaced 
with the alleged testament of a battlefront medic, Johann Jambor, who was serving with Hitler during the 1960 Battle of the Somme. The 1960? 16. Oh. This would be World War One, Bear. Well, I, I got you. I thought you said 60. I was like, you telling me Hitler was alive? Well, some people think that all those dudes went down to Argentina. Some of them did. Yep, yep. And that's beyond a shadow of a doubt because Mossad tracked yeah, you ever see that down movie? and What was that him? movie where they go and get, uh, who was the guy down there? The main guy? Uh, was it Himmler or Hess or Goebbels? Eichmann. Or Eich- Goebbels. Eichmann! Yeah, they found it. He was just like, they they stalked him. He'd been living there for, for a while. Just yeah. chilling, Adolf doing Eichmann. evil stuff. Yeah, they stalked him and they kidnapped him and and Living like off the gold smuggled him out of there. Yeah, it's a g- really good movie about that. Can't remember what they it's hung called. him right. Well, they took him back to the Nuremberg trials, I believe. Is it Nuremberg or did he stand trial? Some of those guys ended up standing trial in Israel. Mm. Didn't Ooh. find a friendly jury there. <laughs> no, you don't say. The story of the medic who died in the 1980s was related to the son by his friend. Blasius Hunchuks, who described the moment when Hitler realized he lost a testicle in battle. Quote, his abdomen and legs were all covered in blood. Hitler was injured in the abdomen and lost one testicle. His first question to the doctor was, quote, will I be able to have children? Huh. The one I was thinking of was Mingali, the doc, Joseph. Yeah, he was not a nice person, I don't think. Yeah, he died because yeah, I was a little kid, but it was it was in 1979. He was he had hit out. Yeah, he was. If your nickname's the Angel of Death, I feel like you've got. Didn't we trade that guy for Brittany Griner? That was um, the uh, Merchant, Merchant of, of Death. Merchant of yeah. Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel like Angel of Death is much more foreboding than Merchant. I think it is too. So. I'm sorry to derail with all all the Hitler talk. What happened to old boy? Did you just get taken off to jail, the Bass Pro Shops guy? Yeah. Poor guy. How do you show your face in the office after that one? Yeah, like, what do you do, <laughs> like, in life after that? Like, everyone knows everything about you now. Anytime you apply for a job, they're going to Google you. It's the first thing that will show up. You swimming in a, uh aquarium, an aquarium with uh... – Mr. Millimeter, Peter. <laughs> Everybody's aware of your little problem. So, did he have an... Uh, sorry, back to Hitler's uh, package. Sure. Was it an undescended testicle, or he lost one, or both? Uh, a lot of conflicting information. Yeah, yeah. A lot of information about Hitler's junk out there, evidently. I mean, I just read the story of from the medic's brother says that he lost it in, in battle. battle. I mean, if they just let, if, if they just let this crazy SOB into art school... We might not have had to fight that whole damn thing. Did he have the undescended one undescended, and then he lost the other one in battle, and then he so was then he's just a, nothing, a eunuch. Yeah, but with have to be. Apparently, he had, know, he had like undescended. A, it's just like you've got it, but it's it just inside dry. your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. It still he had work? a pretty major league uh, drug habit. He was like in a meth. Oh and yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah. Have you seen the videos of Hiller, him like at the Olympics? He's yeah. just there rocking like oh, a madman. Smashed. Smashed. Wired. All Bill Burr does the funniest bit, that whole coming home, driving home from the Olympics. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the show this afternoon, 546-8200, if you want to chime in. Who's next, Bear? 
Uh, we have Trey back. Oh, Good. it's Trey. What's up, Trey? Sorry, guys. A little uh, communication error there. Mm, um, yeah, it does. Uh, anyway, it was. I think we can finally put the uh, the Kronos debate to bed. I think it's finally settled. He's he's on board with Daddy Barnes, and he's going to be tucked in. You know, he'll be taken care of, and he, he'll be able to actually cheer when we make it to the Final Four. And that makes me happy, guys, because at the end of the day, we all root for the same team. And I, I, I want us to all be happy when we when we finally get there, because that's going to be such a surreal moment. Well, that's Not very we will, but if we do, uh, that's, that's very magnanimous of you, Tennessee Truth Teller Trey, to come on and extend this olive branch this afternoon. I agree with you, though, Russ. I think Trey, you need to be careful of a uh, a little setup here, Houston. I, I know you're I know you're new, buddy, but uh, Russ Bear, how many years have Kronos and I done this this dance? Thought he was fairly recent. Two or three? No, three or four. It's been about two. It's been about two or three years. Used to we we. As soon as he flips, I'll be I'll be I'm here. Okay. I'm ready. Just I'll make put sure. the cape back on. I'll jump off the top rope. That's uh, but no. Seriously, after after watching us dismantle Ole Miss, I mean it's it's <laughs> that that was the kind of performance that makes it hard for you not to be a believer in this team and and, and the potential. And I think if we get another shot at Kansas or Purdue. Purdue would be a little harder, as much as I hate them and hate to admit it. But I think if we got another shot at them, I would feel a lot better with how we've gelled and with uh, Zakai back to full strength. Um, I'm really not afraid of anybody. So, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. But, guys, I want to I ask something else because um, I've got to go back to the Nico thing. Um, do you think – and this goes back to Hooker, too. This isn't just – you know, because Heupel picked Joe twice. Do you think that maybe – um, we go a little too soft in our quarterbacks, and because I was, I was, I got this idea when we were when I was listening to the morning show, and it's like they, everybody said Joe looks better in practice. Well, in practice, you're, I don't think they're actually allowed to hit the quarterbacks ever, are they? Very, think, very rarely. I don't think anybody in any level of football allows the quarterback to get hit. Anymore. Which Jones did, and it that's why Dormady's shoulder was banged up in 2017. But if you, so if you never let them get hit in practice and you never get to see what their real escapability is like, you don't really know what you got, yeah, do you? It, it's hard. It's hard. And and uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you go live for one practice. I feel like Fulmer used to do that a little bit. Maybe the quarterbacks are, are live for one scrimmage mm-hmm. in, in preseason just so you can see a little bit of what you're talking about. But this day – I mean, think about where we're at right now where you've got Nico – Gaston Moore and then true freshman Jake Merklinger, like you can't go live. Can't in, afford in it. Fall no. camp. No. You can't afford to lose any of those guys. Those are the only three quarterbacks you have, and and really uh, you don't want to get past number one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean it's I, I hear what you're saying, Trey, and I, and I think you're probably right. Is like it would have been nice to see Hendon Hooker's escapability earlier, and maybe you win the pit game that first year. But nobody goes live with their quarterbacks anymore. At, at I mean, high school, college, pro, just doesn't happen. Well, I, th- I think it could be a situational thing, Russ. Like obviously, this year you got no need to go live. You know who your starter is, and you roll with him. But I think you know coming into the season, you know, probably wouldn't have hurt to give you a, a, a look at what you got because you know it's yeah you, you made that you made the wrong choice once. 
and could it you looks have, like you made it again. But it, could you have set it up to a, maybe like okay, you're going live. We're gonna let our QBs go live here. Not against James Pierce and Josh Joseph. Yeah, the scout yeah. team guys will be out there, you know, and you you get your hands on the quarterback. Hey guys, let's not dive low. Like let's try and be smart about it. Man, even just hearing those words come out of my own mouth, it's like playing with fire is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth it, but I, I do hear what you're saying, man. Okay. That's that's my only point. And again, that was inspired by the morning show, which by the way, it was was, was phenomenal. That was um you know, great first show with uh, Bob and John, and I, I, I. To be honest, I never listened in uh, to the to the first morning show, and now I'm I'm, I'm going to start tuning in. You know, Russ, when 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 are you going to get Rick Barnes on the show, buddy? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to hmm. move next door to him, like one of those guys. Uh, I don't know if they actually live next door to him, but yeah, uh, actually, yeah, oh, really, yeah. <laughs> directly yeah. next door. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. cool. Hey. Anyway, on the way out, guys, I gotta I gotta give Bear some kudos. Bear, I took. Uh, you probably don't even remember this, but when we were talking about buffets being on the the list of awesome things you hate, mm-hmm. um, I went to uh, Copper Cellar. I took. You said that was the only buffet you do. Their brunch buffet. That's incredible. It was. It was absolutely phenomenal, and I'm not not here to give free advertising. My mouth is watering uh, right now thinking about it. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was really good. They had a, a soup, a soup special. <laughs> And uh, they said it was was your personal favorite, uh, Joe Milton's jockstrap in it. So. <laughs> Jamie was talking about being suspended. I saw that coming from a mile away. I did not. He got me. Oh, oh. I was totally blindsided. Yeah, he's gonna get. Uh, oh man. Yeah, I was not prepared. I was reading the right side of the field. I got earholed from behind. So. I'd, wow. I had Dillard protecting me on the backside there. Yeah. Sorry. Titans joke for you. Never listened to the other morning show. That trigger figure will be. Uh, that was, Do you think he realized what was happening there? The, I mean, I'm like, he's sitting right there. Houston's right there. Yeah. Everyone protects you, and then me and Bear catch the strays. Yeah, Jeez. Mean, I didn't really stray. Oh, that was a stray of it. Well, it, no, I was, he, that he was just a blind slide. Atomic bomb. But would, it, was, it, was, it was a sneak attack, and he will be dealt with harshly. You it's heard? A, it was a sucker if, punch. If he, oh, sucker yeah. Punch. Like, the next time he steps a millimeter, I don't care. He's got one coming. He's My finger will now be on the trigger until further notice there, buddy. You step a hair out of line with me, you're gone. You hear me? You're gone, sir. Well played, Trey. Well played. It's pretty well played. A little rude, but yeah, huh, uh, completely rude, completely false. I can't help it that you're an idiot when it comes to understanding oh. the basic principles and tenets of American tackle football, Trey. You always want the shiny thing in the window. So, do we think he actually did go to the buffet? I have no or idea. Or was all that a? I don't know. You're. Have you ever been? I think it's pretty stout, man. I don't think I have. I've been to the one at uh, Lakeside a few times. Their brunch buffet is really good. Is it just Sundays? I believe so. Okay. It's the only time I've ever gone. Might have to put that on the list. That's a birthday thing in our family. Mm-hmm. Whoever's naming these offensive linemen in the portals doing a damn good job, though. I got to say. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a world where we signed Diego Pounds, Zay Lance Hurd, and who is the guy? Armaz Reed Adams. Glad I don't have to yeah remember that one i mean that guy was only on our radar for what two shows and then he's just already committed to texas right. a&m when you're 350 pounds you might as well have four names yeah 
Did we ever dis- pounds? Did we ever figure out if Zaylant's herd is related to um, the herd we signed this past year? I've not seen it. Tucker, is that Zaylant's herd related to the herd we signed? They can. Like, like Ken <laughs> Tucker. Ken is a great word, by the way. Needs to come back. Ken, my Ken folk. Are are we kin to them? No. Oh yeah, they's kin. We is they's not. They's kin to us. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on the show. The countdown. Uh, speaking of recruiting for George McIntyre mm. is on. A lot of the analysts think he will pop before the end of the month to I heard, the I heard, good guys. I heard we could hear it last week. I kept waiting for it. Every time I get a notification, I thought that was what it was going to be. Five-star quarterback from Brentwood Academy in the mid-state, the number 15 player in the 247 talent composite for the class of 2025. And You know, I, I know everybody's got – it, we're, we're all the throes of necosis mm-hmm. right now, and we're just learning how to pronounce Merklinger. <laughs> but for the, the the recruit Knicks out there, the people who follow this closely, you start with a five-star quarterback as one of the first commitments. They've got, I think, three or four commitments, a couple of DBs and running back, and the tight end that just committed. Van – oh. Come on, come on, Tucker. I just had Jack it. Jack Van Dorsalier. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. But uh, McIntyre would be – like that That feels like that would be the official – jump start, yeah. The jump start of the class of 2025, and you've got your quarterback around which to build, and apparently he is already forging some pretty good relationships with other members of that class and would be a guy that would be out there and, and helping – close some of these people and what you just got to keep building man you just got to keep building out people are disappointed that it wasn't a top 10 class this past go around but it's right on the verge man and and technically not over i guess they could still add one or two by february what is it this year the sixth i think so feels like they're more likely to go portal i think so too i don't know if there are any high school prospects out there that we're even chasing at this point Yes, uh, but to your point, three corners, a running back, and now Jack Van Dorsalar. I believe that's in. how you say his name. It looks like it. <laughs> that's the most lukewarm. <laughs> We'd have a lot of confidence Van, Van Dorsalar. That's what it looks like, hopefully. I believe that's a West Texas name. Definitely. Definitely. Jack Van Dorsalar. He's, what, 6'5", 230? Sounds like a good... Yeah. Prospect four-star no, big, kid. Big kid already, Good too. offer yeah. list. Yeah. Big kid. So, shout out to big yeah, Alec Ablin. He's built more like stays and fant, big big tight end. Alec Ablin was not exactly well thought of. Uh, I mean, he had his detractors yeah. amongst yeah. the Vol fan base about uh, not like six weeks ago. All of a sudden... He's got Holden Stays. He's got the kid from California as a developmental prospect, and now he's got a four-star next year. And I've I've heard like if if they had the right dude who didn't mind the competition, that they would wouldn't mind bringing in another guy really? next year. Yeah, hmm. stack them at every position. Can never have enough tight ends. That's what I always say. No, 
Back coach better figure out how to fire his buddies over us. Stay with us. Yeah, I love it when working. they call him Bat Coach. Bat Coach? Yeah, you've seen the picture of him dressed up like Batman. Oh, from UCF Who calls days? him Bat Coach? I've never heard that. That's yeah, it's around. Is that a Vol Nugs thing? No. Another message board. Which one? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Because. Who cares? I don't like you. No Why one are you making the, it weird? Just say it. You make it weird. I'm not making it weird. I hey, asked you a question. Let me my internet friends. No, we're not talking. It's time to go to break, Russell. Mm-hmm. I'm running this deal with, right now. Withholding information yes. from our audience? I don't think anybody calls him back, Coach. I think you just made that up. I don't think you have any other websites, message sports that you frequent. I think you are lying to me on a Monday afternoon edition uh-uh. of the show. That's what I think. Uh-uh. Today doesn't begin with T or it's not an honest Friday. He can do that. Truthful Tuesday, truthful Thursday, honest Friday. He doesn't have to tell the truth today. Moral morality Mondays. Yes. Moral Mondays with Bear. What, what I, yes. What I what I think of you and your sports takes. Morality is the first word that comes. Think to of mind. been workshopping Wis, wisdom filled Wednesdays. Stay with us. The drive continues. We'll select our North Knox Siding and Windows High School basketball player of the week when we continue next year on fan run radio the drive fan run radio the drive continues mike says i always come to fan run for morality on radio particularly misleading monday Truthless Tuesday. Who's saying this? Mike. Mike. Corrupt Wednesday, deceitful Thursday, and fraudulent Friday. (laughs) Go to hell, Mike. We're about truth, justice in the American way here on The Drive. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show here this afternoon. All right, very excited about this. Uh, our friends at North Knox Siding and Windows, so kind and generous to support local high school athletics. Uh, we've been doing the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Football Player of the Week for about 10 years now. And also thank our friends over at Coleman's Printing and for the trophies that they provide for this. And we are extending it to basketball for the first time. Going to do this this year. Bear, take us to the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. It's time for the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Brought to you by North Knox Siding and Windows. Call 865-689-0505 for a free estimate or go online at northknocksidingandwindows.com. All right. Great performances around the area. Shane Cherry over at Austin East, who's a D1 point guard prospect. 24 points in a big win for AE over Alcoa on Friday night. Bennett Simmerlin, hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Christian Academy of Knoxville, 29 points, 5 rebounds, and a 45-43 barn burner over Concord Christian last Thursday. Give it a shout out to a couple of the ladies 
tonight. Savannah Darnell, William Blunt, 28 points in a 51-48 loss to Fulton last week. Amelia Pfeiffer at Alcoa, 12 points, 16 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 blocks in a 65-38 win over Austin East. But this week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week is Halls High School's Jake Lane. 29 points, 5 steals to lead the Red Devils. 63-53, 10-point win over Carter on Friday. Congratulations to Jake Lane of Halls. This week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Brought to you by North Knox Siding and Windows, Knoxville's number one choice for all your home exterior projects. Anything on the outside of your house, Siding and windows is what they're known for. They also do roofs, gutters, doors, anything on the outside of your home. North Knox would love to come out, take a look at it, schedule a free estimate today. Give them a call at 865-689-0505 and tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. Don't settle for less. Call the best. North Knox Siding and Windows. You don't have to be in North Knoxville. They'll come to West Knox, uh, South Knox, East Knox, wherever you're at. They are region-wide, as they say. Visit them online at northknocksidingandwindows.com. There we have it. Very exciting. Congratulations. First basketball player of the week. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of good performances, a lot of good players out there. I mean, high school basketball has raised its profile here locally the past couple of mm-hmm. years. Some good coaches, good programs, good teams. We look forward to shining the spotlight on those teams throughout the uh, season here in East Tennessee. Headed all the way to the spring fling in the state championships. I just got a very interesting headline on my phone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you you know how Billy Napier has his game-changer coordinator, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Who was also in charge of special teams, Critical part of any football program. It's critical. Okay. So they hired – the Auburn defensive coordinator. His first title here is executive head coach for defense. So dumb. Why are we? You think Hype will ever do anything like that? That you know, people say oh, that's Butch Jonesy. Like I feel like that's such an overused career. That is Butch Jonesy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just inventing a name for something that already has a name. <laughs> it's- Completely unnecessary, completely self-aggrandizing. What, what, what was that one? Executive head executive coach? head coach for defense. That's what Auburn's defensive coordinator is called now. Going to be at Florida. Oh, at, Flo- at oh, Florida. Oh, this, this, this is, is this is Sun Belt Billy too. Yes. Yes. <sighs> I thought you were saying that was no, it's, the Reverend. It's, it's not the Reverend. No. Executive head coach. <laughs> While also being co-defensive coordinator Go among Gator. his three titles, and they're just hemorrhaging players to the portal. Mm-hmm. Like yes. nobody wants to stay there. They suck on the field. He can't recruit. He can't hire good coaches. And he can, that's got to be – they've got to be feeling about him, about the way we felt about Butch. Well, the only reason I think most of the brass agreed to keep him for one more year was all the recruiting class, the recruiting class. Yeah. The re- and then five guys, five of their top-ranked guys left before early signing period. That They just don't want to pay him all that money that they owe him if they were to fire him They'd, this season. Oh, I thought you were about the recruits because they had the Jaden Rashada thing. Yeah, they messed that up with they, the NIL. They didn't pay him. And, yeah, they probably 
probably don't want to pay whatever the buyout to to Billy is. Mm. You talk about next season, and it is. Just, I'm sorry, I've already sounded like a broken record, and we still had eight months to go. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. I love Josh Heupel. If he loses that game, Are you going to say it? I will be Lenore livid. It's a fire, good thing. Fire him. Well, if if redneck Russ <laughs> were in charge, yes, I would be meeting him. He wouldn't make it to the tunnel. Pack your bleep and get the bleep out. Like you can't even go in the tunnel, Josh. I'm sorry. We're getting a helicopter to pick you up and pull you out of here. You are not tunnel worthy. You lose to Sunbelt Billy next season in Neyland Stadium. No, cannot happen. Sorry. I'm sorry. Well, what if Flagway is the truth? What? Their new quarterback. I assume it, I assume it's going to be him. They'll start the young guy over uh, – I thought the guy was coming back. Yeah, but I, I, I don't – I think they're going to start the young guy to try to build Who's up. Who's their guy? DJ Lagway. Oh, uh, that's right. The five star, true freshman. Mm-hmm. You cannot let hot seat coach that nobody likes can't coach to begin with with a true freshman quarterback come in here and beat you. I don't care if Nico gets mangled against <laughs> Oklahoma. Gaston Moore should be able to beat Florida. I'm not kidding. It's non-negotiable. I, I agree. It's, it's January 8th, and I'm already losing my mind about this Florida game. I hate it. I I should not be allowed to a watch this A tradition unlike any other. I need to go on the nature hike again this year. I, I'll be like such a nerd. I'm nervous just thinking about it, man. No. You can't go on. You can't bring that back. I, I won't. I'll be there. I'll be chewing my nails off. There you go. Losing my mind. With the rest of us, Russell. With the rest of us. I hate it. I hate that game. It's not it's fun. It's so bad. It's not fun. <laughs> Even when you win, it's not fun. It's not. that The last win, the 2022 game, was maybe the most miserable football experience of the last 20 years. <laughs> it was awful. Hail Mary at the end. I think we all were just like, yep, this is this is going when, down. Uh, when when they recovered that onside kick and the guy was running with it, <laughs> yeah. I I screamed like a woman in the in the stand. My brother was there. I went like, ah! I, I started screaming. You can't do that. Well, I thought they could do it because I don't like I temporarily <laughs> went insane. I, was. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna score. <laughs> He would have too. I mean, he he'd have walked and I, in. I would have been crying. I I would have I would have just cried. I would have just like sat down in the fetal position and just like cried. You could give him the full big Josh if that happened next year. Don't don't even we'll, we'll mail your pack we'll your box, blank. We'll, we'll box it up. Just pack your drink. We're gonna <laughs> that, pack your blank and get the blank out. The only one in my Wait. lifetime that never hurt was really? 2017. Didn't hurt. That was the Hail Mary, right? Yeah, didn't there. hurt. Didn't hurt. That was the one that I was in here with Reed and a couple of the getting guys. Getting ready for oh. VR. <laughs> but it helped run out bunch. It, did, it, it didn't exactly. hurt. It, it didn't hurt as much Damn as it. you would think, but it, it hurt me. That was, that was the damn it yeah, game. Yeah, that's the damn that's it right. game. Damn it. What a long way we've come from the days of Dave Hart and Jimmy Cheek. Cheekster. I have a level of expertise, and I have a level of information that nobody else has. Old Goldfinger himself. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's why you got to celebrate, man. You got to enjoy 
the good times while you can. You can't lose to Florida. Cannot. Can't do it. Put it in the ledger. <clears throat> you think Russ you- is going on a helicopter firing spree if we uh, don't beat the Gators. I will be tremendously disappointed in you, Josh. Trip very disappointed. But it's not even worth bringing up the firing thing because he's got a $9 million like forever contract and it's Danny's boy and it just never happened. He'd really have to crap the bed to get fired at this point. Suppose it's happened before. I don't think there's a world that exists unless it's off the field stuff where he gets fired next year. No. Well, boys, uh, as we put the finishing touches on today's show and look forward to the college football national championship game tonight, give me a couple of parting thoughts before we get out of here. Overtime, by the way, is back. William. Sir Sir William Wallace. Or as we called him before, Overtime Bill. Overtime Bill. He's got a bunch of Liam. Liam Willett. Uh, Houston Crest, thoughts tonight. Is is this the night Jim Harbaugh ascends to the mountaintop, or will Kalen DeBoer hoist? It's not the crystal ball anymore. They really ruined that trophy. The, the, golden, the golden. I don't even know what you call it. Just a drone. It, it looks like something was made at like Sears and Roebuck back in the seventies. It's terrible looking. I want terrible. nothing more than Washington to win this game. I want those cheaters to get their comeuppance for Cockgate. I agree with what you said earlier. If Washington can jump out early and force Michigan to play from behind, yes. But if they don't do that, I think Michigan does what they've done to everybody, which is grind you up, and then Washington's you know comeback comes up a little bit short. I'm thinking, what did I say earlier? 26-24 is what you said. Michigan. Penix can uh, – he's a throw over the football quite a bit better than Milrow. I think we'd all agree. Yeah. He can put it in – I mean, he, it, what is it we say? He, he, it goes where he wants it, where he's throwing it. I'm here for a shootout. I'm here for a game oh, of the first it, yeah. team to 40 wins. I'd love it. I can get down with that tonight. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's going to be anything close fa- to what we saw last year. I, I think uh, shootout favors Washington. Yep. Yeah. I also think if, if somebody did get boat raced in this, I would want to say it'd be Washington doing the boat racing. I would have to agree. Like if he's just on night and that Michigan defense isn't ready for it, two really big ifs. Their defense is pretty stout. Yeah, very. I don't know enough about them at corner, though. They Maybe the, maybe they're a little slower at corner than I'm imagining because I don't think Milrow was really good enough to test them on that. The problem Alabama had was every time he dropped back in the first half, he got sacked. That reminds me. I, I don't even think I've said this on the show before, but I actually played in – I guess I was in fifth grade with uh, Michigan starting linebacker, Junior Colson. Taught him everything he knows? No, I, I didn't that. play linebacker. How about that? Quality drop. You've been holding out on us. Yeah, I, I just forget about it until I see Michigan. It's like, oh, wait, I played football with Junior. I know him. Junior. We wanted him badly. Was was that a Pruitt special? Did he get yeah, away from – Yeah, that was one that yeah. Tennessee was after. I remember that that one stung a little bit. Sting factor pretty high. I'm missing out on Junior Colson. I want Washington to win this one so badly tonight, but it 
I don't know, man. There's nice things don't happen to nice people sometimes just yeah. in college football. Good things happen to bad people sometimes. And, uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh has proven himself to be a villain at every turn oh, this year. Oh, he's one of the dirtiest players in the game, but he's good. It, it, it just seems like the stars might be aligning for him here. So, hope I'm wrong, but I kind of expect him to get the dub tonight. You think he's going to bail for the NFL? Well, that, I mean, that'll be interesting, too. Maybe he loses and ascends to the NFL. That'd be funny. And then they just give it to the next guy. Sharon Moore is that guy's name? That's what that'll Bender be said. What about Super Beauregard? Ugly. Does Beauregard make his way back home? Ain't scared of Beauregard. I, I mean, that's, that's what I wish they would do just for the chaos it would cause in the SEC and the possible domino effect there if they mm-hmm. were to go to Lane or something like that. After he built that whole team up at Old Miss, I guess the way the rules are, you could just move him to LSU. Did y'all see any of that film of Judkins that they pulled up over the weekend on that whole deal? Mm-mm. I saw he was in Columbus. I didn't see the film. Yeah, uh, like of him from the um, bowl game where like he gotten tackled in his offensive line. Oh, just staring at him. Uh, kind of glanced at him and kept look. on walking. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that movie Draft Day. Why weren't any of his teammates at his birthday party? Got to know these things, man. Got to do your homework. Folks, that's going to do it for us. Overtime headed your way next on many of these fine fan-run affiliates. Another day, another dollar, another stellar edition of The Drive in the books. We'll do it again tomorrow right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Are you ready to?